Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Well, basically, the concert finished, and when they pop on the lights, they switch on the lights, everyone was queuing to leave. And while we were waiting the queue to leave the arena, still inside the, the main stage on the arena, we heard a massive explosion. It sounded like a big bang. I only heard one. Then after that, everyone ran on the opposite direction of the arena, obviously. And after a moment of confusion, uh, the staff members were helping us to evacuate the area. On the main corridor, there was a lot of smoke and there was still people on the floor. And then we left the area. It was a, a lot of people screaming. There were a lot of little girls, obviously, because all the audience of Ariana Grandes, and a lot of parents running out of the stage. I helped a disabled woman that uh, obviously went on the stairs not knowing that there were stairs at the end of the way, and everyone was trying to help each other, but obviously a lot of little girls crying and a lot of parents shouting and screaming. That is uh, Iva, Ivo Delgado talking about uh, the explosion last night. He's one of the witnesses that was being interviewed on CNN last night. It's 12 minutes after 6 o'clock, and we begin our show with that very tragic and sad story out of the United Kingdom, at least 22 dead and 60 injured at an Ariana Grande concert. And, Could you uh, imagine? People are just reeling oh. from it. Yeah, they pick, a, they pick a show that's got a lot of kids. You know, talk about... Parents, there's parents being interviewed and saying, when I dropped my kids off at the show, they were putting them all through security. Right. Heavy duty to, uh. And the show is over. They were leaving. Yeah. So we have a lot of details to kind of piece together, and we're going to get to that story, our top story in the latest E-News coming up straight ahead with Jeff and Jen on Cincinnati's Q102. We begin our e-news this morning with the horrifying story out of the UK last night. We learned as we woke up at least 22 people were killed and close to 60 injured after that explosion last night at the Manchester Arena in England right after an Ariana Grande show. Uh, this happened right outside the arena at around 10.30 p.m. their time just as people were filing out of the building. Police there investigating it as an act of terrorism. And it appears to be the work of a suicide bomber. No one has claimed responsibility yet. British Prime Minister Theresa May calling it an appalling terrorist attack. Uh, we're getting a late word that President Trump called the people behind this despicable attack losers. The Department of Homeland Security is closely monitoring the situation, and they have no information about a similar threat to a music venue here in the U.S. But there is an, there is an eerie dash cam video from the other side of the arena where you can hear the explosion and you can kind of see a light from the blast and you hear the guy who's in the car 
saying no because he was waiting for his girlfriend to get out of the concert and for him to say that from what appears to be such a far distance he mm-hmm. obviously it was so powerful he could tell from where he was what, what it, it was. was exactly um an 18 year old guy who was at the show told cnn that uh, she was uh, off the stage ariana was mm-hmm. off the stage she had finished her set and he was looking around because he heard this big bang and uh, that's when people started running and screaming and crying. Uh, this is another witness who was talking about actually literally being thrown by the explosion at the Ariana Grande concert. Mm-hmm. As I was waiting, an explosion went off and it threw me through the first set of doors, about 30 foot to the next set of doors. When I got up and looked around, there was about 30 people scattered everywhere. Some of them looked dead. Might have been unconscious, but there was a lot of fatalities. So my first thing was to run in the stadium, try and find my wife and daughter. When I couldn't find them, I went back out and with the police and the fire and ambulance, whoever was there, I looked at some of the bodies trying to find my family. But um, luckily they weren't there. Managed to find them outside the arena and got them back to the hotel with them. But... I phoned up because so many reports coming in that it was like a balloon and things not happening as it was. It was definitely an explosion and there's definitely a lot of fatalities. That's a witness named Andy who was talking to the the BBC relaying his account of what happened. And that was another source of confusion is evidently there's a a lot of balloons that are at her shows. Mm -hmm. And some people who were a distance away from the blast were confused and thought it may have been just very large balloons Mm -hmm. popping. Uh, here's more from Andy talking about the explosion. I w- I've been talking. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. To one of the arena girls in a yellow coat while I was waiting for my family to come out. And me and her got through, through the doors towards the wall where they go in. And she got up, she was all right, and then I got up, looked around, and then it was some force. I mean, my ears are still ringing now, so I might be talking a bit loud. But um, it was, the, the whole building shook. Here is, um, here's that dash cam video we were talking about. A guy named Joe Gregory was waiting in his car outside the arena at the concert when the bomb went off, and he just happened to get the moment of the, of, of, of the explosion on his dash cam the guy was there to pick up his girlfriend and you can you can hear the explosion you can hear the you can hear the radio on inside of his car no he just you know at this point he's put together what just what just happened there is no word on the identities of the victims yet, but obviously there were a lot of young kids at the show. 
Ariana Grande herself was not injured, but she did tweet, and I'm quoting here, broken. From the bottom of my heart, I am so, so sorry. I don't have words. TMZ is saying that she has suspended the rest of her tour for now. Her next show was supposed to be in London on Thursday. And on the plus side, there have been reports of locals opening their homes to people who need everything from a place of stay to just a cup of tea. There's also been uh, people in that area, in that immediate area, residents in that area, volunteering, helping to reunite parents with their kids. And there may very well be plenty of people who are still looking for their children this morning. And uh, taxi services, they're offering free rides, obviously, to those in need. Whenever something like this happens, I am horrified and I am sad and I am, you know, go through all kinds of emotions. This one has me so angry that they targeted a venue with so many kids. An Ariana Grande show is the kind of show that you take your eight-year-old daughter to as her first First concert. concert. It is the kind of show that you drop off your 12 or 13-year-old for the first time for them to go to a concert by themselves so they can feel all grown up. And this jerk chose this as the place he wanted to blow himself up. It just... This one gets me. And it gets me hard. So I am just... I mean, all of the kids that were there and got out, if you were nine years old and that was your first concert you've ever been to, would you ever want to go to another concert? Right. Would you ever be comfortable going anywhere where there's a big crowd like that? No, not for for a long, long time. Especially if you saw the dead. Mm -hmm. Right. Could you, I just can't even, I don't know how you can help a child process what happened there and, last and, night. and the grisly right gruesome yes and everything that comes with that uh-huh. scene uh-huh. there's just no way I, I don't know how you do that right um we mentioned this morning that we we got late word that uh president trump has commented on the situation publicly i extend my deepest condolences to those so terribly injured in this terrorist attack and to the many killed and the families we stand in absolute solidarity with the people of the united kingdom so many young beautiful innocent people living and enjoying their lives murdered by evil losers in life i won't call them monsters because they would like that term. They would think that's a great name. I will call them from now on losers because that's what they are. They're losers. So to recap this morning, at least 22 people are known dead. Um, They've got an injury count of 60 after that explosion last night at the Manchester Arena in England after the Ariana Grande show, um, police investigating it again as an act of terrorism, uh, appearing to be the work of a suicide bomber, and as of this moment, no one has claimed responsibility. So that's the latest on that. They say it was a nail bomb. How do the do you guys know anything about nail bombs? I know nothing about nail bombs, but I can only tell you what I saw depicted in the movie Patriot's Day, which I happen to watch over the weekend. Patriot's Day is the movie that stars Mark Wahlberg, mm-hmm. and it uh, 
It chronicles the Boston Marathon bombing. And they show the perpetrators of that heinous act literally just filling these pressure cookers with sharp objects Mm -hmm. like razors and nails and any kind of debris that would do damage when it's when it's exploded when it blows blows up um so Mm. if this was a suicide bomber i'm not quite sure i don't understand nor am i aware of the science behind that but either way it sounds like it was pretty devastating well last night in other e-news katie perry did a carpool karaoke on james corden's late late show primetime special she addressed her feud with Taylor Swift head on. Hmm. They did a they did Katie song Swish Swish, which is supposedly a response to Taylor's bad blood, which is supposedly about the feud. Katie didn't confirm that Swish Swish is about Taylor, but she did say, quote, there's a situation. Honestly, it's really like she started it and it's time for her to finish it. I tried to talk to her about it and she wouldn't speak to me. She added, what I want to say is that I'm ready for that BS to be done I think personally that women together, not divided, and none of this petty bullcrap, women together will heal the world. I would love to get those two in a room together, sit them down and say, all right, I want to hear from both of you separately, in your own words. <laughs> uh-huh. At what point did you, like, wh- at what point did you first feel wronged where you felt like you had to make the move that you did that perpetuated this feud, you know? What was mm-hmm. the thing for you that started it? I would like to sit them both down today following what happened last night at the Ariana Grande show yeah. and say, this little thing that you girls got going on between you right now. Really puts things in perspective, mm-hmm. does doesn't that, it? Yeah. Does yeah. that change at all the way you see this little fight you're having? So you want to play bad cop? We could be do like a good cop, bad cop thing. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know <laughs> no. what I would do, but no. I, I would really hope that a lot of people would sit and, and look at what happened last night and start to think about what they've got going on in their world. Reassess and, and take inventory of yeah. the things that are really important. Yeah. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Just a quick update on what's happening in Manchester, England this morning. The Islamic State now officially claiming responsibility for the bombing in Manchester Arena at the Ariana Grande concert last night. This is the deadliest terrorist assault in Britain since 2005. The death toll has risen to 22. And we are hearing now that 12... 12 children under the age of 16 were among the 59 injured in that concert attack. And while we don't know the identities or the ages of most of the victims who were killed, uh, we're bracing ourselves for some very sad, very sad, unsettling and disturbing news on that front. And here to help us through that, Dr. Julie Bemmer is a psychologist with Children's Hospital who joins us now live on the telephone this morning. Good morning, Dr. Bemmer. Or do you prefer Dr. Julie? Either one is fine. The kids call me Dr. Julie. <laughs> oh, well then, Dr. Julie it is. So, Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for coming on. Uh, how do you explain to our kids who are Ariana Grande fans who, what happened last night? What do we say? Unfortunately, nowadays, we can't really say that this is a rare thing that happened. So I've just been telling people to remind them of the people who are helping to keep them safe um, because we don't know when these things are going to happen and they seem to be happening more frequently and at places where everyday people are. 
Um, and so I think it's just important to always tell them, you know, who's keeping them safe, trying to have a plan in place. You know, if something happens, this is a meeting place or these are the people you want to be looking for, you know, police officers or people with, um, you know, the official badges and things like that. Um, because I think that when people feel prepared and like there is a plan, they're more likely to feel a little bit safe and less anxious. Dr. Julie, I'm in my late 40s, and when I look back at the world prior to 9-11, I can look back at my life and, and see a very different world today than the world that I saw before 9-11. We were then just having a conversation with Toria Cannon, who does traffic here at Q102. She's 25 years old. She was nine years old when 9-11 took place. And in talking to her, radical extremism is 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 something that she's almost grown up with and become it and, and become accustomed to not necessarily desensitized to it but i wonder if kids today just have a a more hardened shell with respect to this kind of thing happening in the world i mean i can see that happening i don't think there's any good research on it yet um because it is fairly new um but I, I, can, I do think that kids are starting to hear about it so often that at some point it's likely that they will become um, a little bit more immune to it, which is a good and a bad thing um, because that means that they might not be as safe, um, but also it might mean that they're going to be able to cope with it a little bit better than those of us that grew up in a pretty safe world. Yeah, they're probably coping with it better than we are. Right. As the adults I mean, kids generally because, are much more resilient than adults are. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and the ability to pivot, whereas we have such a long view of things, and we're often mm-hmm. comparing the way it is today versus the, the world that we grew up in when we were kids. Right. Right. This is just their normal. So we don't really know how that's going to affect them as they get older. Um, I think I'm sure there's going to be a lot of research done on that. Um as we move forward, because it is a, they're going to just have a very different worldview. So probably more than likely it's the parents that need therapy more than the kids. Um, a lot of times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. Cause what That's we one mom- of the reasons I picked working with kids because they actually listen to what I say and do their homework <laughs> and they get better. <laughs> Cause you know, as parents, so often we forget what we model, we teach. So if we Absolutely. freak out about it, then we're teaching them that they need to freak out about it. And so Right, because kids are going to look to their parents on how they should react. And so learning, it's important for parents to keep their cool and, you know, model good coping skills right. um, because that's what the children are going to use. Mm-hmm. So let's not be a, a, afraid to go to, to any concerts this summer. Let's not be afraid to... Go to any event where there are a bunch of people because there are a whole lot of people making sure we're safe. Right, because I think that, um, you know, we don't want to start creating these avoidant situations um, because that's just going to lead to more anxiety. So rather, you know, having the conversation with them on how to cope if they're starting to feel anxious and then having a plan in place, you know, if something happens, this is where we're going to meet. You know, when you get to the concert, you say, look, this will be where we meet right here. Um, and, you know, maybe point out the people that they can go to in an emergency. Um, 
in a pretty casual way, um, you know, and, you know, the kids will probably roll their eyes like, okay, that's fine. Um, but at least they'll know and you'll have a plan in place if something were to happen, which can help um, everyone's anxiety. Yeah, and the kids that are young and don't have a cell phone yet, guess what? As mom and dad are giving them this talking to, they'll be like, well, if you really want to stay in touch all the time, mom, I'm going to need a phone. Right. And I'm finding that more and more that, um, you know, I've had even some four and five year olds with just the simple, they make a watch now that um, can just have one one or two phone numbers in it um, so that they can call their parents at any time. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. Dr. Mm -hmm. Julie Bemmer, a psychologist with Children's Hospital. Thank you for your time this morning. Sure. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Dr. Julie. Much appreciated. Mm -hmm. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.